0: Welcome to Nonprofit Courage Lab, how to ask for more and raise major gifts. I'm Julie Ordonez, your major gifts fundraising coach, and I'm on a mission to help nonprofit leaders like you get the courage and strategy to ask for more. No one has changed the world without first changing themselves. If you wanna raise more money to change the world, you are in the right place. You ready? Let's go. Hi, friends. Today, we are talking about the courage to hear no. A lot of you are terrified to be told no, and so you don't ask. And when you do ask, it's for very little so that you will hear yes. And that is not how you're going to raise more money. The worst thing that can happen is not hearing no. It's the worst thing that could happen is you not asking for more and your community continuing to suffer. The courage to hear no comes from being so focused on your why. When I am willing to endure the discomfort of talking to a wealthy person about giving an extraordinary amount of money, the ability to do that, the courage to do that, to withstand the pain and the discomfort of that moment, comes from being focused on who I'm doing this for and why I'm doing it. So it comes from being centered on the community you are serving and your purpose and who you are doing this for and that it is actually urgent and life-saving. So I have some hard-hitting questions for you (laughs) that are going to hopefully help you to determine if you really need to ask for more, or if this is just something you can just phone it in. You need to get clear right now. Is your work urgent or isn't it? Is this work life or death, or is it not? Is this really life-saving what you're doing, or isn't it? When you can answer those questions, you will develop the courage to hear no, or you won't. It really is that black and white. Is, is the work that you're doing truly desperate for your community, or is it not? Is it worthy of six, seven, eight-figure investments? Is it worthy of your discomfort? Is your community worthy of your pain? For me personally, the answer is 1,000% yes. I am willing to ask for more and hear no and be rejected and hear a lot of no's, actually. Because in terms of my work at New Story, raising funding so that vulnerable, low-income families can actually have a safe and permanent home is absolutely why I am willing to overcome my fear and face it head on when i think about how there are parents who are in mexico who are living in a makeshift shelter and are in the dirt and every time that it rains their entire life stops and their kids can't go to school they can't go to work their kids get sick because of the water this is all preventable They do not have access to sanitation, to clean water. They're not safe. They're more susceptible to violence. I think about those families all the time. I think about and picture in my head a mother who is huddling in a corner in the dirt and the rain With her children, and she is crying out to God, and she is saying, God, please help me. And there is a hurricane coming, and the work that I do, and whether or not I choose to ask for more, directly affects her answered prayers. It is that dire, it is that clear. That is the line, that is the direct relationship to what I choose to do when a donor, you know, says no and whether or not I choose to give in to that or push back on it directly affects how long she stays unhoused. Do you see what I'm saying? Some of you think that you don't have to raise more money. Some of you think that you don't have to ask for more and the truth is that it's not you who's really going to be dealing with the pain of this here. You're gonna have momentary discomfort and it's gonna be over. The people who are really paying the price are your community. So you need to decide, is it really that life or death? Is this really urgent and important or is it not? And you will get the courage to hear no. It will become very clear. Hey. Are you determined to double or maybe even triple your individual giving this year and you'd love some guidance and support? I've got news for you. I have taught dozens of leaders how to raise more five-figure gifts in a month or less inside my program, Courage Lab. If you want to learn more, go to nonprofitcouragelab.com. That's nonprofitcouragelab.com and grab your spot today. Now is the perfect time to improve your fundraising skills and build your personal courage. I got you. Head over to nonprofitcouragelab.com. See you there. The other myth related to great fundraising and major gifts is that the best major gifts fundraisers get yes all the time. That they just get a bunch of yeses. The people who raise the most money are always hearing yes. And I cannot tell you there is nothing further from the truth. I raise a lot of money and I hear no probably more than everyone listening combined. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. Maybe that's an exaggeration. Here's what I want you to understand. Yes lives in the land of no you do not raise a million dollars by asking for a million dollars and getting a million dollars you raise a million dollars by asking for 10 or 12 or 15 and getting a million now ideally you are connecting with people who are mission aligned and who are ready to give and sometimes even after the best preparation and building the best relationship you possibly can, things change in that person's financial situation, right? And you wouldn't be privy to that. There is no way for you to have known. And that information is revealed as a result of making an ask. So you ask for more and they say, you know what, Julie, we just put our aging parents Into an assisted living home and so we are footing the bill for that and it just happened this past week and so we can't give more right now now that may have never come up in any conversation and it was a recent life event that took place and so the answer is no and that's the way the cookie crumbles right it's not fatal and I know that if I'm constantly asking and I'm building that habit. I'm, I'm continuing to persevere even when I'm hearing no that I am getting closer and closer to a yes. When you are not hearing no, you are not asking for enough and you're not raising enough. I guarantee you're not raising enough. Those of you who never hear no and you only hear yes, you ask for too little and you don't ask often enough. And a lot of my listeners are relational savants they love to build relationships they're great at building relationships and you don't ask because you're terrified to do so you don't want to hear no and you don't really hear no because what you ask for is so small that the donor doesn't really need to think and pray and consult talk to their spouse they could just be like yeah sure here you go here's 5k Some of you are not building relationships with people, and that's why you don't ask. You don't ask because you're like, well, I don't really have a relationship. It's super awkward, and I don't want to make this about the money and make it transactional. It feels weird. You're right. That is weird. Don't treat people like a machine with money. Learn the habit of getting to know your donors and including them in your mission, and you will be ready to ask when you need to. The people who are... So afraid of hearing no, it signals to me that you don't really ask very often because you think that no means something that's so terrible and so fatal. It means that you failed or that you're bad or that they don't like you or that they'll never fund you again or that you've ruined the relationship. But when you ask a lot, you hear no more often and you realize that it's just a moment. Of course it's disappointing, that's natural. But it's not fatal. You can absolutely survive it. And everything is an opportunity, including hearing no. If you handle no well, you will maintain the relationship. You will strengthen it. I'll give you a couple examples of what I mean. So I had a client who went through Courage Lab. And inside my program, right, Courage Lab, the first week is designed to get you a $10,000 gift. The first week of Courage Lab is designed to get you a $10,000 gift. And I teach you a framework on how to make phone calls, how to write emails, how to have donor conversations and donor meetings that build the relationship and that result in major gifts. And my client Monica was going through Courage Lab and she, knew she needed to call this donor. It was part of the challenge for the week inside my program. And she was absolutely certain that this person was going to say no. And she used my framework to have this conversation. And she made an ask for $10,000. And the donor said yes on the phone. And Monica comes back to me and comes back to her cohort inside Courage Lab. And she's like, I just got a $10,000 gift. Oh my gosh, she said yes. Ah. And it was because she was willing to hear no that she got to a yes and trusted my framework and trusted my formula. And it worked. Of course it did. Because people actually don't want to say no. They want to be helpful. They want to be able to give. The people who say no, it pains them. They're like, man, I wish we could give more. I wish I could do more. I wish I could cut you a massive check. It's just not possible right now. And if you learn how to handle that with grace, it will strengthen the relationship and that will pay dividends. That is tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in future revenue based on how you gracefully handle the rejection of hearing no right now. I'll give you another example. Another Courage Lab client, his name was Brandon. Brandon went through Courage Lab and asked for a pretty large gift from a donor. They asked for a million dollars. And they'd saw that these donors, the Johnsons, it's a really philanthropic couple here in Southern California, and they had been giving seven-figure-plus gifts to different community organizations, but they had yet to give to a seven-figure gift to my client. And Brandon, we we work together, use my pitch framework, ask for a million dollars. This is the first time that Brandon's ever asked for a million dollars. And the Johnsons say, no, we've already made commitments this year. We can't We can't do it time passes, Brandon runs into the Johnsons at a gala, at a different charity event. And they're catching up. Oh, it's great to see you. How are you? Oh, how's it going? How's the family? And then Mr. Johnson says to my client, Brandon, you know, I just want to commend you. When we turned down your proposal to give a million dollars, I really appreciate the way that you handled that. You know, we get asked all the time to give really large gifts. And when we can't do them all, sometimes what often happens is the relationship with a nonprofit gets awkward. And they become distant. They don't pay attention to us as, as much anymore it just gets weird and thank you for not making this relationship weird and my client Brandon was like oh my gosh yeah of course we're so appreciative of who you guys are and the friendship and and all of the things that you've done in the past and yeah we're we're really grateful to even know you and then time passed months went by and mr. Johnson calls up Brandon and says hey Brandon we just had a wealth event and we actually are looking to make a charitable gift and, and we want to give it to you guys. And, you know, we're going to be making a contribution of 500000 And it exemplifies to me that if you are willing to hear no and if you handle no with grace and with love and with kindness and you maintain and strengthen the relationship with that human being who wishes that they could do more, and maybe right now they can't, that that result, that pays off, that affects your bottom line. And this is something that my clients experience all the time. Your willingness to hear no is what is stopping you from raising more money. If you only hear yes, You're not asking for enough. You're leaving a lot of money on the table. And you are not most likely inspiring, exciting, challenging your donors in a way that will grow your mission exponentially. And so my challenge to you is I want you to get clear on how urgent and desperate and vital and life-saving this stuff really is that you're doing. This mission that you are on and if it is worth hearing no for and then I want you to think about how much do you need to ask for in order to get to your goals if your goal is a million dollars how much more should you be asking for to get there to get a million dollars in the door and how can you handle no let's say that you do hear no Have a plan and be prepared to handle no with grace and use it as an opportunity to strengthen the partnership. Rather than make it about you, be there for the donor, be a leader and a friend in their life and watch how that will unlock radical generosity for your mission. Until next time. Thanks so much for joining me, Julie Ardoñez, your major gifts coach on Nonprofit Courage Lab and for investing in yourself today. Head to nonprofitcouragelab.com to connect, follow, and share. If this has encouraged you, please rate and review this podcast. And remember, nobody changed the world without first changing themselves. Until next time.